Welcome back to the Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, a man standing confidently atop his 10-foot walls, Jay. And joined as always is my co-host, the approaching lion that can jump 11 feet, Z. How are we doing today, Z? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm all right. So you got to be a fun one. Usually I make you the bad one, but I made you the good one this time. I'm the lion coming to eat you? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, right. haha, lion, I've got 10-foot walls, but you can jump 11 feet. High. Lions leap that tall? No. Right. They got big. Po- Sometimes they have pogo sticks and they go boing. They can climb trees, though, right? Well, that's a rare case. They only they've only recently started doing that. Only recently? Yeah, in the last like couple of years in a specific part of Tanzania. They've like learned it. Yeah, they learned it because they believe other be- big cats are good at it, though. Surely, ta- do, uh, tigers are real big. Well, it's smaller big cats, obviously, mountain lions climb trees. Well, yeah, it's smaller big cats like leopards that are more wiry. Because a lion's like lion's real built in its shoulders. Yeah, it's like strong. Yeah, because the big problem is that uh, the lions will fall out of the trees and like break their arms or like dislocate yeah, their shoulders. Yeah. And then they'll just die because, as they say, no lion hospitals. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. Mountain lions are real good at it, though. That's how you hunt mountain lions. Yeah, you get them on a tree. You, you scare it. You, a dog gets them in a tree, right? Yeah, and you, they like scare them up there. Shoot it. <laughs> That's no sportsman. Well, yeah, you're doing very little in that engagement. The as dog as should as have the gun. You, I mean, you've trained the dog, so like, I guess that's good art. That's that's all right. But you just get the dog to scare it up a tree, and then you shoot it out of the tree. I think I train that dog to fire a gun. Like Ned Stark says, the man who barks at a lion of a tree should hold the gun. That's right. Unless you're barking at that lion, you shouldn't hold that gun. Have some honor. Yeah. So either you need to train your dog to do the shooting, or you need to. Are you got to put a knife in your teeth and get up that tree, big man? <laughs> you got to start barking good enough to scare lions up trees. Pick one. Which way, Western man? <laughs> All right. Uh, not <clears throat> love this week, it. Jack has seen the premiere of a new a new show. You can believe it or not, from Marvel, another one, and we're gonna talk about it. I can't. This is you know this is breaking new ground for us. It really is. Usually we're a, talking about art house films. Yeah, I know. We're taking a departure from our regularly scheduled program. Highbrow, steady diet of A twenty four and what is it? Searchlight Pictures. Oh, yeah. uh, do they searchlight even still exist? I don't even know. I don't, I've never even heard of searchlight. So you searchlight is like the fox. It's like the it's like the fox one. I think. Oh, well, there you go. Look it up some movies and say you'll be surprised. Shape of Water, Nightmare Alley. Oh, Guillermo del Toro and all that. Jojo Rabbit. Those are all searchlight movies we've talked about at length. The only one of those, and by that I mean the only one we've talked about is Nightmare Alley, which we thought was fine. I thought it was. We thought it was better than the stupid fucking dumbass Pearl the Dog. Dog. Fuck Pearl the Dog. Juno. I love Juno. I think Juno. You know the answer to that question. Yeah, I do. Just got to get it on record. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> all that was to say, uh, we t- it's She-Hulk. It's She-Hulk. It's Everyone She-Hulk. It's- I mean, God. <laughs> what are we doing here? Episode one of She-Hulk. What's it called? Do you remember? It's, I do. It's called A Normal Amount of Rage. I remember it because it sounds like an episode I would come up with. I tell you, that sounds like, that, yeah, it kind of sounds like a title to our show. Yeah. As to say, kind of clever. Yeah, a little bit. It's something. It's a, it's a, it's a string of words. It's a line that somebody says. That's right. And that's all you need, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought this episode was pretty good, if not a little fast in some places. I kind of agree. I was surprised by how short it was. Um, I didn't really... It's one of those things I didn't take note of it until it was done. And I was like, oh, wait, that was it? I was kind of surprised. Uh, it almost felt like it was just kind of getting ramped up when it stopped. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense as the first episode of a series because it's ramping up for the whole the whole show. So, But, yeah, I thought it was quite good. It spawned an incredible amount of discourse. Well, of course. Uh, but like, okay, I say this all every week. It's actually, I should probably try to change up my verbiage because almost every week I say, okay, if you can believe it or not, it's been <laughs> some discourse. Um, but if you, this one's actually been like a, it like is very significant amount, more so than I can recall for any of the previous ones. Even right? Miss Marvel? 
I don't think Miss Mar- it's almost like Miss Marvel wasn't I mean there was definitely discourse that we talked we we touched on but it's almost like people just didn't care as much it it cuz it was one of the lower I think because it was competing with Obi-Wan is the big thing, honestly, for why that one had its the numbers it did. Right. Um, but it also, it didn't do horrible by any means, but I think that was part of it. Whereas this one doesn't have that, it just isn't competing against the Star Wars thing at the moment. But I don't think Moon Knight really had debates. Okay, so here's what it is, right? You got some synonyms for discourse if you'd like to reference oh, this. okay, okay. There's been a bit of conversation. I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty, discussion. Those rhetoric are, is good. Oh, been a bit of rhetoric. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. A bit of, tr- a, a treatise. <laughs> there's been a treatise on S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Disquisition, I don't know. Verbalization. Oh, there's been some utterance. There's been some utterance, utterance on Shield. Um, so if you couldn't, if you can, you want to take a gander, Jack? Guess as to what the discourse has been about. Hold on, I'm scratching my head. Is it because it's a, it's a lady character of Hulk? It's lady because woman, woman in, in comic book thing. Uh, <sighs> Damn it. Women, strong well, how about, women. How about before thing. we get to the discourse, actually? Let's just talk about what we actually thought of the there's generally and then we can get into some of the finer points but uh yeah i also thought it was quite good it was quite fun yeah i enjoyed it and it had some genuine uh, somewhat serious moments and stuff which we'll get to as well just so much discourse again so we're much gonna, rhetoric we're gonna do the thing so much rhetoric we're gonna do that thing we always do we're gonna take a stance plant ourselves firmly in the middle <laughs> go guys we gotta take Spineless moderates. I was surprised by how much it just kind of focused on just her and Bruce in this one. And it also, I think, seems to put off the vibe that this might be the only one With that Bruce. Bruce appears in heavily, if not at all. Which kind of makes sense when you think about it, but it's... I don't think the trailer kind of... Conv- the trailers, I feel like, would kind of misdirect you away from that point, right? Which yeah. Makes sense, but there it is. It was all right. I think... What, what do you think about the origin? Uh, I feel like it was a little clunky. It's very like quick. And cool. It's just like it's just like, and she's got it. Which I mean, I guess they kind of want to get to it. Like the whole, they kind of set it up that way because in the beginning she has a whole speech, and then she literally breaks the fourth wall immediately and is like, "All right, I know you guys aren't gonna care about my fun lawyer show if you want to know how we came Hulk, so we're gonna do the origin first. So do like they kind of like you know hung the lampshade on that. They got right. At, what do you think about that? They just fully jump right into the. Uh fourth wall breaking so it's going to be clearly a significant part of the show all the way through i thought i liked it i thought it was good i'm glad it starts off right off the gate like to I show you that it's going to be a part of the show the whole time i don't think it's at least as of this episode it wasn't like overused or anything they only use it like three times um, they haven't really like gotten into the meta sort of reasons as to why it might be happening or whatever if they if they ever will but yeah it's fine like we talked about she hulk is to my knowledge one of the characters that like originated that in comics yeah that's our thing. Like you talked about, um, it's not a, it isn't a Deadpool thing. I got ahead of that. Don't give it to Deadpool. Don't give it to Deadpool. Be like, they're just copying Deadpool. The guy we all love, but nobody buys his comics. Almost like his character gets annoying. Mm. Maybe, mm. maybe we don't need a, th- hey, maybe we don't need a third Deadpool movie. No. All right. The movies are g- quite good. I, I didn't like two. I didn't see one. I didn't like two very much. I love two. I love Domino. Zazie Beats is great in there. What's well, Zazie Beats could be Domino and anything. I, all right, then get, okay. Compromise. We'll give. We'll 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 just continue to make Deadpool three as well, um, and then also just make a Domino movie. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I just like to. She had like luck basically in that movie, which, which well, is that's like Domino's, Domino's power. Thing. Yeah, she which is the way they portrayed in that movie was good. Like it just. And then she was in a movie about luck. Which one was that? Bullet Train. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. The wheel wills as the wheel weaves, or the other way around. Good enough. I always say it wrong. It's all right. But so I don't. I kind of agree with the origin thing though. 
is that like it just kind of happens. It's it's pretty close to the comic as of, at least to my memory. Yeah, it's blood transfusion, but it's said it's an intentional thing though. Yeah, it's like she has is it a car accident in the in the comics too? Know. She has something and then they they're like, "Oh, the only way we can save you is if we give you a blood transfusion from your cousin and then that's how she gets it." This is just like a incidental couple drops, but it makes as much enough sense. It's to me. it's blood related. Because I was uh, when I first watched it, I was like, I was quick, but I'm like, well, it's still the blood. It's still get, it's mixing with her blood. It's magic gamma radiation. When they kind of contrive the scenario of like why? Because the thing is, is like Hulk really shouldn't be able to bleed. It happens almost never. Yeah, maybe literally never in the MCU to to this point, right? I think only when Thanos gets the shit out of him. Does he bleed even then though? Uh, in my up? head, I think he did, but I, I'd have to rewatch. But that'd be the only only the one time. Are you thinking of when Thanos bleeds? Just a second, and when he says his whole all that for a drop of blood. No, I'm thinking about when he's on the ship. When he no, I know, but I'm saying, are you conflating them? Whatever. Possibly. Regardless, yeah, like it kind of makes sense. Is that okay? If we have this device on him that keeps him in Bruce form no matter what, that's why he bleeds. Because otherwise, he should go right to Hulk form in any kind of danger. You know, which is like the whole he tries to kill himself thing. I put a bullet in my mouth. The other guy spit it out. Exactly. It's so, me, Mark Ruffalo. So like, I think I'll kind of. It makes enough sense. I mean, I, I, I guess I'll buy that Hulk's a, a few drops of Hulk's blood is enough to give you lethal gamma poisoning. And I, and I do think it's consistent with the comics that it's like, well, because we're genetically similar, similar, that's why you, we both can survive it and all. So it works just fine. It is weird that it just kind of like wake up. She wakes up at his Hulk retreat. I don't know how that all works or anything, especially because she goes on the little Hulk rampage. I guess that was done kind of like, eh. Right. Yeah, she just kind of does. She runs up from the forest, and then she wakes up as a person, as a like as Jen, and then she walks to that bar. Then those guys start to catcall her, start to like harass her, and then she turns to the Hulk, and then Bruce tackles her. I do think the way that all the girls in the—I mean, I'm well, listen. I've never been in a woman's bathroom, so good on you. Take that with a grain. Take my opinion here with a grain of salt. But it, I did think that was a bit excessive, leaning into like kind of goofiness. Is that they all just literally were like showering her with their possessions to be like, ah, oh, you're right. I mean, good on them. Helping her out, helping out a sister in need, I guess. That's right. I, g- girls, girls gotta look out for each other. other. Girls and all, but that's kind of goofy. But then they get right into the um, what would you call it? The social, the social commentary aspect of the show with that, which I think is well enough. Um, like you, as you alluded to there, they like our cat calling her out of the bar. Then she gets all angry again and gets all Hulk, and then she wakes or like falls asleep again, and then is back in uh. Or now that's when she wakes up in Mexico, as we learn. He's got like a like a retreat down there that he built with. Tony, which is nice. That comes up quite a bit. He, he keeps doing the, like, oh, my friend Tony. I think it was, oh, he's dead. I was like, jeez, yeah, man. I know, right? Really bringing down the mood here there, Bruce. He's dead, though. I mean, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, he's crying over spilled milk, Jack. But so, um... So and then, talking about your friend dying out there. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. <laughs> so the the crux of this whole episode is, though, is that because she's Hulk now, he's like, we got to teach her how to control it, right? Um, And he's immediately startled because she retains all of her intelligence, seemingly, as in the Hulk form, which is surprising to him because he does not. Which she doesn't have uh, mental problems. Yes, I think that's kind of the crux of it. She's not a Moon Knight, she's essentially. Not, she's not much of a Moon Knight. She seems to be a mostly well-adjusted individual. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of the whole crux of it. It's this back and forth of like, but you need the training, and she's kind of railing against that, saying like, I think I'm pretty much just fine. Yeah, I'm um, doing well enough on my own as is. And they they just it's kind of that. There's like a it's like a a lot of it's like a montage kind of stuff where they're like training and, and all this, but there's a lot of like genuine kind of conversation between the two, which I think is like the, the strongest parts of this, maybe for me. And I guess we can we can 
sliding into this discourse here now. Yeah. Well, I well, see what I can guess is definitely that like in the training scenes because she's showing up the Hulk and it's like why 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 the Hulk not be Gen Gen New Hulk? Why is why is why is New Hulk stronger than old Hulk? She woman. Why woman better than man? Marvel woke. Disney go broke. <laughs> I'm going to kill Did the you, tiger. Are you are you reading off of? Oh yeah, I got it pulled up. You've got the thumbnail pulled up right now. I've got the Unga Bunga reviews <laughs> Twitter account pulled up right in front of me. No, that's yes. You've you've got a pretty good. That's a big part of it. Is like why is how come she's better? Why is it? Why does women have to beat men at everything in movies now? Which is you know. A questionable premise, even for yeah. a s- statement, but um, <laughs> really not starting out on the best foot. It's so it's again. I mean, we've said it before. I'll say it again. We're not the first, and we shan't be the last. Media literacy all time low right all now. All time low. But how could you possibly watch this and be like, "Oh, look at how she they just made her better than the Hulk at everything because woman because Mary Sue." And it's like she isn't better than the Hulk at everything. If anything, those moments are shown to be kind of it's kind of like a character defect in her. That she's all arrogant, like, look how far I can, look, I threw the rock further than you. And then he's like, well, I wasn't trying. Let me throw this rock into outer space real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like, it dissolves in the atmosphere. So, like, that's, yeah, I don't. Yeah, when she breaks, when she does that big punch, she's clearly trying harder than he is to do the punch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you didn't have to show off. You're being a punk. Like, stop, stop trying to show me up here. When he does the, the clap, the clap. She's no good at it. Like, she's not actually better than him at everything. Or maybe anything. She just has that idea. She's more balanced than him, maybe. I, it seems like she he probably would have a h- real hard time doing that, at least. Well, that, well, that's the only one that makes sense, because she's, like, slimmer than he is. Yeah. He's a big, burly man, and she's a slim... She's tall, but she's a slim woman. She's got a more athletic build. And that's how athletics work. Hulk, who's just a, literally just a big slab of muscle. Yeah. Like, people who people who get too muscly can't, can't touch the small of their back. Like yeah. They can't literally cannot reach because their muscles get in the way of their other muscles. Yes, yes, yes. You know, just uh, take one anatomy class, a single one. That's all I ask of you. Just look at him. Does he look like observe he's him? Do gymnastics? I mean, come on, he's yeah. a big green monster thing. He's so, literally a dude gym bro. I yeah, I don't know. I, I think as usual, a lot of it comes from a pretty surface level reading of this show. It just like, and, and it's one of those things where you're kind of taking what you want out of it. Yeah. Where people were like determined pretty much from the outset to be like, well, why, why do they need to make a She-Hulk show? Where's my He-Hulk show? Give me He-Hulk, please, Marvel. <laughs> Which that's been a big thing. If I, I'm sure you saw that in the lead up, right? I'm like, why can't Hulk be angry again? Why can't we do this, that, and the other with Hulk? And it's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, you guys suck. <laughs> um, you guys didn't watch the movies. It's listen, the whole po- he hates being it. The, he's in, so he wants to be in pain. That's how I feel. And hate his life. I don't know. Like, gosh. I'm not the biggest Hulk fan in the world. I'm not gonna pretend like I am, but like I, I don't feel his the absence of the of Hulk movies super acutely. There's just so much stuff in the MCU that it's like it's not my biggest thing. And obviously, if Hulk's your favorite character, then I, I can understand why you'd feel like that and more power to you and all. But like, if they're not gonna do like you're not gonna get your Immortal Hulk storyline. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't as, know. Mo- as well as that comic book sold, you're not getting that. There's no Joe Fix It. I'm sorry, you're not getting Joe Fix It. Like, I do they really want him to regress, or they're just like, why do we have to go this angle? It's like I don't know. The problem is just that they can't make Hulk movies, and that's why there hasn't been one. But in terms of the actual, like, you know, stuff he's appeared in, right, which primarily being the Avengers movies, it's like he was angry Hulk for a long while. Yeah. And then he figured it out. Like, I don't know. I don't. That's not so he bad. He figured out right at the end of the 10-year Infinity Saga. Yeah. In the last movie. Like, is that so bad? I don't think so, but whatever. What do we know? We're going to plant ourselves right in the middle. Exactly. So... 
Now, basically, you, now, what'd you think of that line? There's one line that might have grated on me, and I might cut this part. But when she said, "I control my anger infinitely more than you do," I like that. So here's this is this is what I was saying. We're gonna be in the we're gonna be the our spineless moderates, right? Our real fence sitting centrists here. You and I. God bless them. Is so I've seen actually. There's two the two two big angles to two minds about it. this episode here right so the one side is the one we've we've touched on here which is just like the generally like oh why is why, why is everything gonna be strong women in this and that which is just pretty tiresome um and then the other side of it is actually people being like actually this isn't very i don't even know what that how to how to exactly portray it but it's like this is pretty surface level like pop feminism stuff like this isn't actually that Deep, deep. Yeah, that basically that is like, oh, this is pretty lame. Like, it's not. Look at it, because like it, I've seen a couple screenshots and whatnot going around. People being like, oh, this was like a good moment. It, it's the, the moment you were just touched on, right? Where she, you know, he's like, you got to control your anger, and she's talking about how, like, as a woman, generally, she has to control her anger for all the reasons, right? And so it's, it's, she does it more than he does, frankly, in her day to day life because of all that. And then I've seen people basically run with like, oh, well, this isn't actually that profound or whatever. This is just, you know, X, Y, or the other, like, the, this was a viral tweet five years ago. We didn't see it. It's like, so it's kind of the other side is like, this actually isn't, you know, I don't, woke isn't, probably isn't the word to use, but. Progressive? For like, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yes, that's the proper way to say <laughs> It's not actually as progressive as they want it to make out or it wants you to think it is or whatever. Yeah. And the thing I say to that is like, that's probably true, right? This is just like a Marvel, a Marvel I thing. I mean, it's a Marvel show. Right? But. That's kind of the lens you have to view it from as well. Like, it was never going to be... I mean, this isn't going to be an Oscar winner, right? They're green. It, it is green monster people. But in that sense, like, even that kind of surface level, you know, um, exploration of that, I think is good. And the thing you got to remember, actually, people on Twitter, we say this all the time, but it, it bears repeating. Most of this shit is is actually for, technically, children. Yeah. Like, children. Or like young adult, whatever, young adults, young teens, teenagers. Or whatever. And maybe, just maybe, if you can cast your mind in that direction, you can think, oh, maybe this is good for, like, young people to hear more so than, like, th- clearly the people who are passionate and getting angry about it on Twitter, who are, whatever, like, super progressive, politically minded people. Who went to college or something. Who right. are talking about, like, oh, this is this, this, and the other thing, and, and talking about the fucking theory behind it. Yeah, you know, this isn't actually that revolutionary for you. But the thing you gotta remember isn't like there's there's probably some young teenage boy or whatever watching this who really hadn't ever considered that, right? Yeah, and it's at least get them thinking about it. That's I think that's always important to remember. Yeah. Again, like I I, I suppose it's it's fair somewhat to criticize the like the grown men who talking about this show are like I never even thought of it before. I never even considered that women's experiences could be like that. Like, yes, that's pretty, like... Yeah, it's like, on, well, bro. open your fucking eyes, buddy. Come on, bro. You never met a woman in your but, life? Yeah. To be like, oh, this actually isn't that deep. It's like, it's not supposed to be that deep. Yeah. I, I mean, again... It's a superhero thing for Green kids. monster people. Yeah. But I think it's better than nothing, so... Yeah, I would say they did address it. And I, I don't mind it too much, because at first, I won't lie, I was like... All, like the beginning of her speech when she's like, well, I have to control my emotions because I could, people will think I'm this and they'll look at me differently in the workplace because, you know, all that is true and mm-hmm. very valid. And she's like, I can, at first when I was like, I control it infinitely better than you. And I was like, I don't know. But I was like, well, his whole thing is that he can't not be angry. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of got him more than anybody else because she's like, well, no, your whole thing was that you got even a little angry and you killed everybody. So maybe you 
maybe you should be telling about yeah, this. Yeah, he really does. He really doesn't have a handle on it. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, I guess it depends on the really depends on the movie or the writer, or whatever the hell. Like, because there's the whole honestly, <laughs> Avengers one seems to suggest he has some handle on it, right? Mm-hmm. With the whole like, well, I'm always angry. I can just turn it on. Like, well, that's that's seemed to suggest a level of control that we don't actually see later on. But. Yeah. Then Avengers two, they're like, stay in the plane. Yeah, so I don't know. What the, I guess maybe it's maybe it's really easy to turn into the Hulk and not out is the problem, I suppose. Yeah, because then he's stuck as the Hulk when he gets to Sakaar. I mean, from yeah, Avengers exactly. two till we see him again yeah, for two years. Well, and he touches on this in this that he was the Hulk for two years. So yeah, I think she probably got a point. It's like their experiences are different. Like Hulk's and okay, here's the thing. Here's the other thing of that, and maybe this is gi- giving the writers here too much credit and and looking a little deeper than was ever intended. But I think. Again, like, if you actually want to apply a little critical thinking to it, it might be that we're not supposed to just take everything she says in that scene at face value and think that she's 100% correct about it. Because she has to do her arc. Because she's just a character who has her own failings and, like, her own limitations to what she knows or can understand or whatever Mm -hmm. in her own right, right? So I think there's a potentially an argument to be made there that when she says like oh bruce you don't get it i have to try way harder than you that she probably also isn't understanding all of his struggles right and everything he's known now like the mcu hasn't hardly gotten into this i don't think ever really but like you know right from the comics and stuff bruce's whole thing bruce banner's whole thing is that he's got like quite the tragic backstory that's shaped him into that right he's not he's not well adjusted i mean his father was abusive his father was abusive and killed his mother and then he murdered his father Mm. and all this like it's a there's a lot to unpack there oh, if yeah. you really wanted to address it like seriously and so i guess i mean she is his cousin so she's probably aware of all the trauma to a to a certain degree you got to imagine i would fucking hope but she probably doesn't have the full picture and, and she wouldn't you know even if it's one of those things where you can be kind of aware of like oh that's a thing that happened but you might not fully appreciate yeah how it's affected him and all that so i think that it's also fair to probably say that in that moment she is on she is fallible herself yeah I mean, even in I mean, even if you compare the first the first thing we get of her character, which is that speech about power. I mean, it, I mean, literally, it, you'd have to be a literal child to not notice the fact that she does it at the beginning, and then she's like, "All right, you're a hero now." And she goes, "I'm not a hero. I'm a lawyer. I don't want to use this." It's like, well, obviously, that's the whole point of the show is that oh no, she has this power. She's going to use it. She's going to be a lawyer. She's going to do both. Mm-hmm. She's going to get her purple spandex and do the flippy man. Mm-hmm. yellow flippy boy and then also be a lawyer with guy with red glasses who aren't connected no they're two separate people they've never met that's right N- and neither of them will know how echo talks though both those guys but yeah i think it's to portray this as like oh this is just like feminist woke propaganda this is just totally going broke. totally going broke. it's just this is only for I've, I've seen a lot of things being like oh this is just for for angry hate all men wine moms or whatever the fuck and i was like oh my god calm down first of all just again it's so it's so tiresome it's so tedious, it's, Jack. and it's because it's like you can you can see it coming. It's just a bunch of buzzwords. It's like all right, well, yeah, exactly. Here comes a woman thing. You can just insert the yeah. You can it's oh, like Miss Marvel happened. Cool. It's like a Mad Libs basically. Yeah, you just kind of fill insert character, insert minority group here, <laughs> insert slur here, insert, insert uh bad bad faith <laughs> statistic here, <laughs> insert warped worldview here, signed name, silly post name. to YouTube. <laughs> Uh, actually, Miss Marvel was disappointing. I, I like I, I've said it before, but that actually ba- always baffles me. How like when that movie came out, everybody uh, like 
probably four or five review channels of Marvel that I saw were just like the first movie that disappointed me, and I was like, this movie is average. It's a I liked Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. It was a fine movie. I am I have no problem with it. Exactly. The only thing a problem I have is the thing where it scratches out Nick Fury's eye. I'm like, I didn't love that very much, but I really that that that's, that's no bearing on the plot of the film. But so what I was getting at is like to run with all that of like ah yes they're totally. Basically, the, the argument is like that they're undermining Hulk's character to prop up this new female replacement, basically, right? Again, I think all of that only works if you actually watch this show with not with nary a critical eye. Yeah, if you and, watch it on mute with your eyes closed. And just believe that that's actually what's happening, that they are just propping up She-Hulk as this better replacement every way. But again, I yeah, watching this premiere, I think it's safe to say that she has her own failings that will need to be addressed. So when she says things, you don't necessarily need to take it as absolute truth and that, yeah, oh, she's she's better than Hulk and understands all better than, than Bruce and everything. It's like, that's just not... I just don't think that's the case. I think what you're supposed to understand from this episode is that, in a lot of ways, they're talking past each other. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. both, like, failing to understand it because he's trying to impose his whole thing on her of, like, well, this is how I did it. And you and need I to do it this way. And you need to do this way. And that's not probably fair. And neither is it fair to, for her to just say, oh, well, actually, my life is 100% definitively harder for this, this, and this reason. And I'm better than you. And she said, yeah. and, and I think at the end, they kind of come together a little bit. Yeah. She's like... When they make up. <laughs> yeah, when they when they fight and she goes, I'm, I'll build the bar with you. I'm real sorry about breaking your bar. Exactly. Your dead friend made for you. And then they fix the bar. And she's like, "Sorry, sorry, I said all those mean things that were kind of true." And I was like, "Yeah, she's not wrong." But though, and then that kind of the middle of the episode. Uh, but the end of the episode, I feel like kind of comes out of nowhere. A villain is introduced, and then like they just have a quick fight, and then it, it's over. Which I I can't disagree with that. Even though I mostly agree, enjoyed this episode, that that last scene is kind of wild, and it's edited. Very strangely, strangely. with the desk throw. Yeah, it's weird looking. So, feels that fight scene was longer. Not it's not the strongest point, I will say for sure. And you're right; like she's not introduced at all. I mean, we know that's Titana, Titana, but where? Why does she? Yeah, there's no. It's very unclear. I assume that'll just lead right into her being part of that supervillain legal paralegal team, not paralegal legal team. Yeah, because she's like, well, you got to defend this lady in court because you're also a superhero. Well, because yeah. We've seen from the trailers that they're like, you got to be a She-Hulk lawyer because you're She-Hulk. You, you got to be, be the lawyer. Hopper, Brick Frog. Yeah. So now that she's outed herself as as a Hulk, then they'll they'll do all that. I uh, just something I wanted to touch on. Uh, what did you think of the CGI? I thought it looked good. I think Hulk looks incredible. I think it was very good. Probably because they just got to reuse it's the same one they already used yeah, in Endgame that they probably spent a million dollars on. Or I think whatever. She-Hulk looks good too because they fixed mm-hmm. it like that. Her hair gets longer. That's fun. I want to say I think I think she's doing really well so far. I think she's excellent. Oh yeah, actress, like... actor, actor. Uh, I saw a thing that was yeah, like making fun of it where people are, after this episode where it appears that Bruce Banner uh, will not be around. They're like, oh, apparently people made the comment of like, oh, it's, it'll be interesting to see if she can carry the show without him. She's an Oscar-winning actor. <laughs> uh, also, uh, they probably probably can because the whole show's about her. Yeah, it'd be it'd be bizarre if they cast this woman to star in their She-Hulk show. And they're like, oh, hope. with the intention of having Bruce Banner carry her through the whole thing. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo just just do 50, all the heavy lifting. Fifty-four-year-old Mark Ruffalo. It's kind of getting up there. Yeah, he is. They all have. I mean, <clears throat> it's been ten years. It's been yeah. So there you go. Yeah. The I okay. The one thing that was very funny is the and finally got confirmation to the age-old question: Is Captain America a virgin? 
That is fun. And they Actually, said, I just, quick correction. Oh, correction. She, she does not have an, uh, did I say she had an Oscar? Yes. She doesn't have an Oscar. She has an Emmy. It's pretty good. That's, That's right, though. Yeah. For Orphan Black, where she was all the characters. She was the orphan. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I I think I know that shows about clones. I have no idea. What and she was multiple about. clones. Oh, she she played. She was like a characters. Westworld. Yeah, she was kind of like a Westworld, but like at the same time. I mean, like within. Oh. She was like a bunch of clones on a or twins or whatever the fuck they were. I don't know. I think it's clones. Anyways, good yeah, on She's it. quite good. Yeah, I, I think she's really good. I think she's quite funny. I think she, I could. We'll, we'll just talk about that a little. Humor. I thought I liked. I liked. Um. Yeah, I think it's pretty good so far. I think uh, it's gonna be. There wasn't a lot this episode. Obviously, I think uh, it's a big origin setting up Jane's arc. Or, yeah, Jen, Jen's arc. Excuse me, not Jane. Jen's arc for the show. But I think obviously once we get into like the kooky guys and Wong shows up and mm-hmm. it's abomination. I think the like jokes will pick up. Like in the trailer when she's like, "I can't help abomination." He tried to kill my cousin. Then I was like, "Actually, it's fine. Don't even worry about it." Com- serious conflict of interest. Yeah, she's like, "Actually, don't even worry about it." Uh, so I think it will pick up, and I like it so far. I do as well. This is, I feel like this is, they say this about almost every Marvel thing nowadays, but like, this is another one where they're like, it's it's just a comedy. It's practically just a comedy. Um, I, I would kind of agree with that to an extent, no? Yeah. This definitely seems to be leaning into it as much as any of them. Hulk says bruh. He does say bruh. Hulk has really getting, he dabbed in Endgame. That's you true. know, okay, did I tell you this? This is a fun story. When I was, when I went on my trip, I won't say where. Uh, when I flew, I had like I was like when you were waylaid by bandits. Yes. When I when I yeah, and I was lost at sea, or I was taken to the gallows. Yeah, had a little TV for me when I was on my way there because uh-huh. it was a real long trip, and I was watching Endgame on it. And obviously they like cut things down, and they cut out the part where he dabs. Really? Yeah, like when he does a scene, and it just they go stay in school, and when he goes dab, <laughs> it just cuts. And I go, well, why would you cut that? As, I guess I just didn't like dabbing Hulk. That's. Makes sense. It's fair. Is it? A, is I don't know. What is? What is where does dabbing come from? It's a rapper thing. I or something. I couldn't tell you. I really could. Does it have some kind of illicit implication? Zach, look at me. Look, look. At, I mean, you've known me. What, what, what kind of music do you think I got? I don't know, man. We don't got a hip hop show, man. No, we don't. So that's funny though. Where's it? Oh, we we what were talking about? Oh, oh, the humor. Yes, yeah, the humor. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. It's fun. I think I think it probably deserves it. That that. Label as much as anything. I mean, Miss Marvel was as well, though. We kind of talked about that. It was like it was mostly, it it was pretty light on the action though, for a lot of it and stuff. And it was just kind of like a funny kind of thing. Yeah, funny like whatever slice of life thing for a, a large portion of that. They were just going about high school kind of business. Yeah. And that's what they've they're at least pretending to portray this as. I mean, we it remains to be seen, but that this is going to truly be like oh, this will be a l- actual like law legal drama or not drama, I guess, but legal show. Legal comedy, I suppose. Yeah. So remains to be seen and all, but we would call it the fun lawyer show. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's silly. <laughs> what she calls it when she breaks the fourth wall by right. it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Do we have a ton more to add? Uh, oh, we we tried to get about the Captain America thing. Yes. Um, so that's brought up in like the middle, or no? It's brought up three three separate points, right? The yeah. beginning when they're in their car ride, and then I th- think again at the middle, and then it's in the the first uh, mid credit scene, which uh, apparently every episode of this show will have there, there were two of them in, i think there's an end credit scene no oh you, th- you said the first mid credit scene I the thought. first like is for the first episode oh i thought you there, meant like I, there were two this there's supposed to be one for every episode oh, okay okay i misunderstood my apologies which is fun in which uh bruce confirms that steve rogers was not a virgin so and it ends with she's saying captain america fucks and apparently i yeah, saw some uh, the head funny. writer has already 
been reached out for comment about this. Apparently, Kevin Feige loved it so much. He was That's like, I'll good. give you the answer. I, I love this joke. I love it so much. I'll tell you the answer. Excellent. And uh, obviously, Chris Evans has sent like a tweet where he's like got like a emoji with a yeah. tip. So I did see just that. Just fun. Good fun. I mean, it makes perfect sense as well. I mean, he's Captain America. Yeah, right? He's. I mean, he's all good and just all. Just because we didn't see it in the movie. Like when, yeah, come on. You're going to show that in all the movie every time you ever kiss somebody or whatever the hell? Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, he was like, he was ripped. I mean, it was the 40s, but still. Or the yeah. F- he was ripped. You can't take that from him. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Not Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell? Yes. He touched his chest. He's like, oh, look at you. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like, obviously, she he didn't want to or couldn't or whatever tell her about what he got up. But he knows that he didn't die like that. Yeah. Like, I guess the, and we kind of saw this in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? The rest of the world just believes that he died in the final, like, the Battle for Earth, I guess. Yeah. But they know differently. Hulk knows differently, but he wouldn't say, I guess. But he knows he went back and then lived a full a life. full life with the woman he loved. So probably all right on that yeah, front. Probably got what he needed to get done done. I did like how Jen like kind of was like, well, that's all I know. And he's like, yeah, I told you all I could, but my, my friend, <laughs> like my, my yeah. dearest friend, don't make it weird, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like she had taken off her jacket when she transformed. Ruined the jacket for no reason. Yeah, I mean, she, take, she does it with the shoes. She may as well have taken off the... Yeah, that, gotta get a new jacket. Yeah, the suit jacket there, real quick. You may as well have. Right? Also, that Dennis guy, shithead. Worst, yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Of course, shit. his name is Dennis, though. Real, yeah, real always out. sunny energy. Checks out. You can kind of hear him if you had the volume over the thing. And when she gives her speech, she says, too wordy and to smile more. And it's like, no, yeah, I did. Or anything I saw it in the subtitles. Yeah, in the subtitles. But yeah, I don't know. As as usual, the internet, raving internet masses are, are kind of overblowing it, one or the other. Again, I'm not going to pretend like this is. um like an immediate feminist masterpiece or anything but neither is it like you know so worthless to just be like discarded like again it is it's probably doing what it needs to do for the audience that it's intended for right again he's like which is everyone young everyone to an extent because we learned that lesson of course of course but i'm just saying young people more than anything yeah of course like it's it is a superhero marvel thing it's not if you want hard-hitting you know, stuff of that nature, then you're going to need to look elsewhere. But again, I think to add this up, and it, it, there is a couple of things where it's like, it feels at least skewed slightly more adult than some other yeah. Marvel things, right? And they say dick move. They say bu- is he dick? They say bullshit. They say sex. That's true. They I mean, say- I don't even, that might be the first time they've ever, it's rare. They're few and far between, certainly, yeah. that they say the actual word. So that's good, at least, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's got that going for it. And again, I, I, I don't think it's woke propaganda or whatever. And neither is it, yeah. I, I think it's good to say, like, you don't have to pretend to, to be, like, a super intellectual, like, like thing there. Savant on Yeah, feminism. to just be like, nah, yes, maybe this is a pretty surface level of, like, women's problems. But again, also, it's also the first episode, so there's no telling what they will yeah, we got get into over episodes. time. We got, it's the longest Marvel show in a while yeah. since WandaVision. So, you know. Go easy on it, okay? Yeah, let it let it have again. If you want to criticize adult men or whatever who are on Twitter acting like this is like it is revolutionary for doing that, that's one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. To just be like, hey, bro, this should not be the first time you're being slightly awakened to the plight of women around you. It's not like you found your maze of pro women agenda. Exactly. Because I did see someone. It's and it's like a pretty popular Twitter comic book movie guy who was like i never even thought of this before that it's tough for women that they get mad about the way people <laughs> about sexism that is pervasive throughout of all society i never even considered and it's like 
you you'd you, never not once in your life how like 30 yeah so like that's one thing but again if to be like oh this is stupid and, and disney sucks or whatever it's like no again i think it is good for kids and that's that's the stance i'm gonna roll with for a while that's a pretty good stance mm-hmm. and with that we're gonna take out of it excellent into west the season finale of a west world season season four that's right case sarah sarah it's a song Caleb it is. sings in the movie. Um, this episode it was whatever to me. Um, I don't think I liked it as much as the last one. I'd have to agree with that sentiment. But it it uh it was very much a Westworld finale. You got to give it that, right? Wouldn't you say it was? It was as Westworld finale as any of them fucking <laughs> as are. I've ever seen. Maybe where they all just kind of fucking wax philosophical at each other. Yes, they do. I've got to make a game and a game with a fucking. I'm doing Westworld again in the sublime. They're gonna do Westworld again, baby. All right, so. We pick off right where it left off, obviously, last week. So the world's going crazy. Everyone's going to kill themselves. It's old host Fred's coming back. And William is like, I hate it all. Yeah, okay, so that's fun. Let's just talk to that real quick. So we got the guy. I can't. I remember his name. name fails me. But the guy who plays Trevor in, in GTA Five, <laughs> who has been in this. Um, he he, they in they make him two. nice to help them. Some, yes, they make him nice to help him at one point. Um, he is one of the hosts who gets to live in the, in the hail city as like a nice host and then he's they do the basically they do the reverse of season two where all the hosts come you know sentient and and rise up because now the humans are doing that and now he's the guy in the in the park being like whoa there's so many of them but except he's new storyline he loves it he's just like uh he was like william was right mm-hmm. he's like i'm gonna have so much fun. i killed so many of these guys back in the day you don't even know <laughs> um but then he gets you know taken out pretty quickly because it's just hectic chaos and that's kind of the whole point i like i did like that sequence where there's a guy and they're just on a rooftop turns out just sniping them all and then william gets him he's like fucking camper <laughs> that's good right that's but, very funny no i like that wasn't that fun no i did i like the william stuff because he's you just, know what's good about that too is like at first you might be like wow that's weird why does he why would he say that right he's it's old ed harris but then you remember the timeline of the show i'm pretty sure william was born in like 90s the 90s he was, or something. no he's born in the 90s he's a 90s kid <laughs> so he probably played cod or whatever <laughs> he definitely did which is funny to imagine. But. Yeah. Ed Harris playing Search and Destroy yeah, right. in 20, 2015. <laughs> uh, very Be good. like, oh, fuck, he's teabagging me. Campus. I got a prestige. Yeah. Or after he beat a kid to death because he's insane. William. Yeah, exactly. Insane William probably took his frustrations out on small Modern animals. Warfare 2. So. And small animals. Well, yeah, that, that as well. Good stuff. Um, and then basically he's like, actually, I'm just going to destroy the sublime as well so everyone's dead because it's just because he's just a weird nihilist and hates yeah. it all and he's want to watch the world burn he's a real joker <laughs> he really is guy. bernard remains dead as does mave but delore or uh, after dolores that, after that big analysis being like was he gonna shot right in the head and hell got didn't get yeah after all our, it was all for naught because no they're just leaving them both to lie um they do bring hail back yeah. her robots come her, her robot ballerinas bring her back they come bring her back and they they rebuild her and they like, make, make her, me stronger leave my face i want to know it's me they rebuild her and they make her better faster stronger knife proof uh knife proof so she's like i gotta go get william i gotta stop him um dolores is whatever christina is still inside the thing and she's like it was all it was a simulation i still don't fully understand how that all worked because how was she like observing the world i guess she just it's like we i said this last week right like it's it's almost like a copy yeah. Of the world, I guess, that she gets to exist in and that, that reflects it so she gets to like walk along the streets and somehow that's monitored to show her what that should all look like and all yada yada. And she's like, I wanna I think I wanna get out. I wanna be a, I wanna be a real girl. And then Caleb is trying to escape with his daughter and Stubbs. 
Not doing well. No. Taylor just falling apart. So it was like, my man, you're not going to make it. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's fine. So I guess the thing I had said at one point about like, oh, I guess they've perfected bringing back humans. They did not. They did not no. perfect that. They could figure out in 30 years, but I guess not. No, I guess not. I mean, it's probably impossible. It's probably just impossible, right? Yeah. To try to adapt a human brain to that. Uh, but won't stop them trying. Oh, <laughs> hey. That's human ingenuity or host ingenuity. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so, I mean, that one just resolved. I mean, they just make it to the docks. Um, Clementine turns evil as well. She decides she wants to get out and go live on the fringes where the outliers live. And she's like, you guys are going to take me there and I'm going to convince you by killing a couple of you but they don't care for that so they kill clementine but not before clementine just just kills stubs she takes out the boy stubs see ya in just the most unceremonious way peace just out Ashley. right through his eye and he's like ah, i'm gone you were a real one ashley really were pouring out we're uh, pouring out pouring out for the least famous sounds worth we're pouring it all over the, oh it's all over the equipment oh, oh, no. oh god oh this episode's gone <laughs> christ oh we've lost it all uh, oh god it's the leader of podcast from podbean but they make it to the docks, and he's like, listen, if you couldn't tell, I'm a robot. I'm not really your dad. <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, you haven't aged at all. Yeah, it kind of was obvious. And so then she leaves with her girlfriend. Her girlfriend. He's like, it's okay, though. I got to see you grow up. No, you you didn't get to see her grow up. You get to, you got to see her grown up. Yeah. Like, you saw her as a grown Maybe up. Maybe he misread the line, and no one caught it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you didn't. Nah, whatever. whatever. Like, like I said to you, most people, when they say watch your kids grow up, they mean, like, you know be along with them experience the passage of time together as a family so uh but tomato tomato it's westworld that's right so i guess that's it for caleb good i mean i just um although maybe it for his kids as well we'll get to that in a second so that's that whole plot line resolved okay other one Oh, so dolores is saying so these all go together so turns out that that message that bernard left last week was for Hail. Hail. Um, she picks it up and she watches it and he's like, you suck. Your world sucked. You made this and you're an idiot and look what's happening. Look what fucking happened, numb nuts. Look what you did. <laughs> nice going, dick. So you get for trying to control everything. If here. you're reading this, I'm me and Maeve are fucking dead. So it's like, well, maybe it's just dead because who's going to get her back? This is what you get for being a tyrant. So she smashes on the floor where Dolores is being kept, turns out, in, in her control Pearl is. Um, and takes that out and then she's like, all right, I go stop William. Um, is there, who else is who else is around? Is that, that's everyone, right? Nope, that's everybody. All right, so then basically they have the final confrontation at uh, Hoover Dam, the Hoover Dam there, where they have the Sublime that's been left over from last week. He's like, "I'm gonna destroy the Sublime." She's like, "Nah, fuck you. I want to put Dolores there." And then with Bernard's advice, basically, she's able to beat him because he planted a gun for her to use on him. And then she does, and she kills William, and she smashes his pearl, so and then she puts Dolores, Dolores into pearl. the Sublime, and then. Yeah, and then kills herself. Yeah, which is wild because her whole thing, this whole season, has been why won't why won't my hosts go into the sublime instead of killing themselves? Well, they could go live in the sublime forever and it'd be sick. You're an idiot, <laughs> Dale. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> Who knew it? A guy named someone named Dale's fucking stupid goofball. Because that's sort of what she does. She's like, ah, should I go in the sublime? Nah, I think I'll just... Nah, I think I'll reach into my own face, grab my soul, and crush it in my hand like a fucking grain of sand. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you grab your own brain thing and smush it, but that's beyond me. I'm not a robot. That's right, so... Yeah. Uh, but then we get a bunch of, like you, as you said, like, waxing philosophical Which out I of her, fucking right? hate. So Dolores, her whole thing, Christina, whichever the fuck you want to call her, she was in there, and it turns out she made everybody, which I guess we should have seen coming. 
Yeah. She made the teddy. She made her roommate. Everyone she interacted with in that world was a fabrication of her own because no one else should have been able to interact with her or see her. Yeah. As she learned last week. So they all were creations of her own that she built from memory, which basically makes them just kind of reflections of her, right? Yeah. Um, But their whole thing, the thing that Bernard and now Hale have kind of like orchestrated for her is that she has control over the sublime and now she can make a new world in there. Because as a result of William's thing, everyone on Earth dies, I guess. That's what they say. Yeah, well, she basically is like, all the ones in the initial wave are dead, and then all the survivors all last a couple months or maybe a couple years, and then they're just going to fucking die too, because... So either it was, like, global and we didn't realize that, or, like, maybe that was the last city on Earth, which wouldn't... I suppose surprised me because of Hale was just using it for her own fun. End. Like she didn't really, she didn't need a, a planet's worth of humans, did she? She no. just needed those ones to like keep the house happy. Yeah, that well, was all. Well, it was what for. what were the other houses doing all day? All day, like the house that were. I thought the park was like somewhere you went to like relax, and then did they do other things, or is ever oh. every house just in the park in that little park Hale made? Is it one city full of humans? Like the hell? city, you mean? Yeah. The city, the park? Yeah. The yeah. city, the I, park. I think they just, yeah, hung they out just, there. Okay. I think they just kind of lived lives, maybe, if they wanted. I don't know how comfortable I thought, it was. Because what I thought it was, just like, well, this is kind of like Westworld. You can come if you want, but you can leave. Yeah, but they stay in Westworld for long times. I don't know. You're saying, like, what did they do if they weren't there? Yeah. I think that's where they all probably lived if they didn't go to the, the sublime. transcendent place. Yeah. Well, see, I think that's indicative. Our confusion here, I think, as we talked about this off-pod, is indicative of a larger issue that happened this season is that they don't do a good job of really getting the scope down. Yes. Because they go, all right, America, they got it. And then they do the time skip, and it's like a city. And it's like, okay, but... Well, yeah, we do the time skip, and we're told that she has the whole world, Yeah. right? That because of how disease and everything spread, she was able to just infect the whole... Oh, with that, and then, like, the whole... Children. The kids being born. Yeah. So, it's like a, it took a generation or whatever, yada, yada, yada. But, like, yeah, we only ever see one city in that period of time. Again, are we... I mean, we see that one city, and then we see, like, the other areas where, like, the resistance people live, where they live out in the desert, and yeah. they go to that shit diner. We're, like, were those people in that diner oh, under... Hell's Control? Under Hell's Control or not? Is it like Mad Max where the rest of the world is like kind of bad? And yeah, yeah, the that's a good point. There was that I fucking mean, diner. Why was it, they're making tuna melts. For who? Yeah, yeah, for who? Did she really just have it? But then again, if, if it really just was that one city that she was able to like partition off and control, then Dolores' line at the end of this, which is like intelligent life was about to die off of the planet, doesn't really make a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's not great. Yeah, not Great. But so, I guess, just taking it at at their word for it, right? It being that because of what happened, the hosts and the humans all killing each other and resident, like, they literally are almost all about to die. Intelligent life is, is, yeah, on the cusp of perishing off of Earth entirely. And so, when Bernard this whole season has been saying, like, we can't save this world, but we can save another world, maybe, this is what he meant, is the sublime. And Dolores' whole thing is, oh, I created these people in this world... The one I was trapped in there, right? Just from remembering them. And, you know, if we reach back to the earlier seasons, she replicated hosts by doing that, right? Yeah. She's the one who made Bernard in the first place right. by yeah. remembering Arnold. And then after Bernard dies in season two, she just remembers, she remembers him again to make him at the end of season two. So it's a thing she clearly can do. And so she's going to make everybody a test? A game? 
but it's a game and it's a test and it's dangerous and it's deadly and everything and it's Westworld. It's it, the well, it's most Westworld. dangerous game. It's Westworld. It turns out. <gasps> but that—that's the name of the show. So it seems like that my interpretation, Jack, and you can you know lend yours as well. Would you out of it? I I think the idea is going to be if they continue this story is that she says she's going to remember everybody and then she says she's going to remember for to make the test and then we see it's it's westworld so i think the idea is going to be she remembered westworld she recreated westworld here digitally in this and now she's going to remember the people and the hosts presumably both like humans and hosts and then they are going to do westworld and that's going to somehow be a test of their worthiness to Enter and, and live forever in the sublime, basically. I can't think of anything else. But if they're all in the sublime, wouldn't that make them all hosts? Uh, kind of, yeah. Well, that's all the answer I needed. I think so. I guess it's questionable, like, can a human be recreated like that? Yeah, or it'll just be like Caleb. Yeah, break William. How, I guess they wouldn't break apart because there's not a James body. James Delos. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, can a human exist like that even just as... Uh, mind not a body yeah without the body is that the problem that's what Stubbs says this episode right that the Dell's projects failed because the body rejected the mind so mm-hmm. if you were just pure mind code maybe maybe it would work maybe, maybe. you could exist digitally I, like that I don't, but like why are we doing another game like why like I don't know it feels like we had a kind of like who circle back to where we started I guess full circle but like I don't know why does Dolores want to do that like I don't because know because she chose to see the beauty guess what do you i mean that's it's definitely what it is i mean that's what happened they have a whole conversation about it man i guess that's true yeah she's talking to her friend and she's like i don't know what to do or whatever and she's like well you gotta yeah so (laughs) that is definitely why it's because she's like i gotta you know it's all just just, that's been her thing the whole whole show through right well that's true humans suck or whatever but they they deserve to try i guess they deserve a go at it yeah i just wish i don't know i feel like everybody keeps talking about games too many games no, I mean word. that's fine. I'm just saying that's that's yeah. What it's I, about. I, I guess that's reminding. I guess it's just the same verbiage used every time. It's just like all right, maybe I I get the idea. It's just like it's all a test. Mm-hmm. But maybe just change. Maybe just call if they call like just say it's a test every time. I don't know because the game I don't know, has a different connotation. But yeah, um, but like it's fun. Uh, like you mentioned before, I want to call a little offhand comment that you kind of made there about like as far as we know, because the show has not been renewed for a fifth and final season. Yes. Too much uh, anxiety on the part of some people, including yourself. That's right. Uh, we, I mean... I don't know what it's about, man. It's very weird that they wouldn't. Uh, I totally agree. Ah, gosh. I mean, uh, current circumstances notwithstanding, right? Yeah. HBO and Discover and everything and whatever the hell that all means. Um, HBO has seemed mostly, to, in my limited experience, in my you know life as a person who follows TV like this... <laughs> Uh, they seem like more willing than most to continue a thing because it has like, whatever, I mean, not to sound too pretentious, but like artistic merit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's a bit strong to apply to Westworld or whatever, but it is like as much as it's like a sci-fi thing, it is like kind of high concept at times and they try yeah. to do, they try, they give it ideas. They make all the names hard and confusing. That's right. So, um, you know, like the thing that, the one that comes to mind is, is, uh, Leftovers, like that got a full three season run. They did everything they wanted with that. I can't imagine that was more popular. Than this. And obviously, cost is a factor too, though. It's probably also cheaper than this, but still. Yeah. HBO, and not that they're, you know, total strangers to canceling things. They definitely cancel shit. They canceled the Time Traveler's Wife. They did cancel the Time Traveler's Wife. But was that, see, now here's the thing. Was that an HBO show or was that a Max original? 
Because that's an important distinction, it, it turns out, as of right now. I don't know if it was. I don't know which one it was. That's, I don't know either. So that's the distinction, is apparently HBO original shows, they still have complete control over. Max Originals isn't really that re- closely related, apparently. Like, it's a different it's a different side of things. It's the streaming people who decide that. Whereas HBO gets to still curate its own network kind actual, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I okay. I guess that's part of it. I well, don't know. That means I probably, they probably won't touch House of the Dragon then because that's definitely just an HBO. I think that'll be... I mean, I would hope that it's going to be popular enough that it wouldn't even come up, but yes. Right. Yeah, I've seen that Warner Brothers stock has been going right down. Really, yeah, They're making some bizarre... Tra- I don't get it. It turned... I, frankly, I mean, like, this is getting a little off topic, but we, we touched on it last week a little, right? I don't get what the point was, at, frankly. Why right. Discover would want warner brothers if this is how they're going to handle it like it just doesn't seem compatible it seems like discover's whole thing was working pretty well for them which is their whole fucking bullshit non-scripted nonsense right yeah so just keep doing that why would you buy one of the biggest like scripted content you know machines in the world to just be like what if you guys did more reality shows though what if we canceled all your shit it's like why why yeah what how does that benefit you in any sense because you're just gonna lose money yeah i don't i don't know why they do shit like this even bother so i it's wild. I hope they they renew it. I hope they cancel the Flash movie. <laughs> it's getting. It seems like it's getting closer and closer to that. <sighs> if it could cancel, it'd be the, that'll be the greatest thing to ever happen in my lifetime. Um, but like we talked about, and people have been th- making the rounds about this, is that like if the show did end, did end, it never got its season five. Could this work as a series finale? Um, and I think I pr- probably could. Kind of. Kind of. Just kind of a real open ended one. Yeah, pretty open ended. I mean, there's. You could make the argument that there's a lot of conclusion to this. There's there's quite a bit of finality, I guess, in the idea that everyone is dead, actually, except Dolores. I mean, that's it's hard to get much better than that. And a catch on all the fellows, right? But they're in the I'm they're the sublime. Everyone, all the the physical people are dead. Yeah, are dead. Yeah, or 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 on the way. Yeah, borrowed time kind of thing. I mean, like Caleb's daughter gets away, but then literally that's that's juxtaposed with the voiceover of Dolores saying all the humans are going to die. Intelligent life is going to perish off of Earth entirely. So I don't know how much longer they could have. I yeah. Guess. And they really shouldn't have made that robot park. Okay. It turns out the robot park was a poor idea. The Industrial Revolution has been detrimental. It's, yeah. Its consequences have been devastating to the Westworld universe in particular as well. Yeah, I almost feel like, when I was watching this this season, I almost kind of felt like like you could almost separate Seasons one and two and three and four into just two separate shows. I've said I said yeah, that. but like I don't know. It just feels like I don't know. I just wish they kind of. I kind of wish it was. I almost feel feel like it would work better. It's almost like phases. Yeah, be, and like yeah, they work kind of. I mean, it's not that they. It's not that you could totally separate. Well, yeah, you two pro- and three, you'd have obviously the change three thing. and four right, yeah. from it without and like stand on their own. But like yeah, it's definitely a very different. It, there's definitely Ideas. a shift, and I, I think this would be a shift again, basically back to. Westworld kind of so we talked about it like uh, potential ideas or whatever like I think if they do go through with this with a season five it would be it would take place all presumably in there in the in this digital world that she's created um and I think you could just bring back all the characters if you wanted yeah maybe they'll do even maybe they'll do like um Samurai Land too yeah may as well Shogun Land I should say yeah Shogun World to like but yeah to just bring them all back to then they get to test anew and I want it could be like you could do something cool with the they don't remember kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think I told I was telling you it's actually a very similar concept to what happens in the Good Place, right? Yeah. The show which is a, just a comedy show, but um, there's a lot of similar kind of ideas to it, frankly. In yeah. this, which is like you show up and you don't remember, and then you have to like 
prove you actually have to prove that you were good enough to deserve it but then part of the good place thing is that like you get infinite tries which yeah. i think could be applicable here right yeah we talked about how maybe then the william scene from the end of westworld season two could somehow be this mm-hmm. world maybe but i i i hesitate to say that entirely because in that um thing it's looks like it's all destroyed it and full of destroyed. sand it's and water and why would Thoris be like yeah make it look like 200 years have passed that's it, a very good point i feel like it might have been just like uh don't worry about that uh we changed our minds I, I, yeah which you Could know just as well happens. be that yeah because i mean which in most of this william is just fucking dead his pearl's gone like he just like bleed out or anything mm-hmm. so that's uh i don't know i it does definitely make some of the choices last week well and this week frankly for that matter seem a little strange again unless we assume that they're getting a season two where they can just or sorry season two a season a season five a final season um where they can just bring everybody back because i still feel like almost nobody's death is given satisfactory weight in this season not at all and again we leave bernard's bernard gets the most right again he kind of has that moment where it seems like maybe he gets to somehow be with his son again which is nice arnold's son again it's his son too. Yeah, I guess. Whatever, however it goes. But again, that's not very like it's not expanded upon very clearly or anything. Yeah. So I don't know. Because again, this season uh, or this yeah season seems to end with everyone except Dolores being dead, just dead in the streets. So yeah, I it would be I don't know. Again, they're, none of them are hardly given any weight. Like compare all these guys' deaths to Ford's death both times, and he gets like a nice little monologue and everything. But yeah. I just get shot. And just dies on the ground. He gets shot in the chest. Maeve twice. just gets shot once in the head, and then that's it. From behind. Like, that's it for Maeve. The character Maeve. Like yeah. it's wild. If big, if true. Now I just thought of something. So all those other hosts, obviously, like a Ketchdown and uh, um, Teddy. I Teddy's in there. Timothy. Yeah. I do you think that they'll show up? Like okay, so like like you said, like the memories thing. Everybody she remembers has their memory wiped. But will like Teddy show up and be like, "What are you doing?" Ketch is going to be like, Dolores, what are you up to? Maybe, because there's got to be conflict. Yeah, because Ketchup doesn't like her. You're like, you're a death That's bringer. true. You're a he bad person. He doesn't care much for her. That's that's very true. Especially because last he saw her in season two she timeline. She was being Wyatt. She, she just wanted, she didn't care for it. Because her thing in season two, remember, was like. I want the human world. I want the human world. This fake world is bullshit. This is just another gilded cage for us. So she's kind of done a 180 on that now. But yeah, I, I, yeah it could be. It'd be, be like, hey, who are you bringing all these people into our into our sublime for? It's so it was so sublime before you fuckers. So it was very sublime. You, you know what really sucked? I catched a and you know, playing his role. He went from a, a native. We got his land taken over, and he got some new land. And look, oh, look, look no. at that! Look at the white lady did. She came right back in. Oh god! Expanded right into it. She put the railroad right to the land. That is tough for a catchta for our boy. But like, I I don't know. I think that's clearly the angle they're going, and then maybe they'll be they'll reach a conclusion at the end again. They'll flip back the other way and be like, maybe having everyone just be robots in the. But I don't know how you I don't know how you uncork that because once everyone's just a once everyone's just code, how do you make humans come back? I don't think you can. How do you unextinct humans? I guess you couldn't, but maybe you could just have hosts live on Earth on Earth again. But I guess at that point, what is the difference, right? Yeah, like William says, the the, co- the hosts are digital beings. Like ultimately, so is their existence much different if they're in the sublime versus being in the, like? Can they tell? I feel like eventually if you can't tell the difference. difference doesn't matter, Does but I feel like matter? eventually the hosts have to leave the sublime because somebody's got to fix the dam. 
Because well, I did think I actually did have that thought. I mean, like, like it's kind of minor. You could only take, or maybe you could have robots that you could control. Yeah. But I did have that thought. I was like, it would need to be maintained to a certain extent. Right. They are running on machines uh, ultimately, yeah. right? But they almost have like infinite time. So like, even if the machines stay running for like f- more forty more years. Like Akesha says, like a day to them is like a thousand years. That's true. So like they could just stretch out time so they live like untold millennia in that time. And then they just, in 40 years, the thing just goes kaput and they all kind of die. Mm-hmm. They go to oblivion. But you know, that's all that time dilation weirdness. But yeah, I mean, there, I, I think there's interesting potential there to have, for her to remember everyone and like have everyone come back in some form or fashion. I think Teddy would be mad that she fucked him up. Be like, hey, you, last time I saw you, you were doing mean things to me. I'll be like, okay, I'm with the catch on this one. You were mean, Dolores. Yeah, I guess I, I, that really could be the conflict is that, like, she's got all these the old characters and stuff that are, she's remembering and, and all this. And then the whole the people who have been in the Sublime for a while, like, this isn't the move. Yeah, keep, we came here to get away from everything, and you bring it all. You're, bringing the, you're, bring, you're literally bringing the place that yeah. enslaved us back to. You just to did Westworld? You just made Westworld here? Or maybe they'd be on board. Maybe they'd be like, yeah, get everyone on the Sublime. That'd be sick. I'll help test people. Again, it feels feels very reminiscent of the good place. I gotta say, the whole there's just the concept of like you have to prove yourself to get into the sublime. Yeah, and then again, the assuming you can loop, maybe you can't loop though. That'd be pretty harsh. It was like, all right, you get one chance to get into robot heaven. Otherwise, you're get to done robot hell. Though. You get to like free trauma robot devil. <laughs> so I'll just say, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of potential there. I think if they if they did do it and they wanted to. You know, bring back William. I think you could do young William again. Ooh. You could Jimmy a little bit Simpson, of Liam right? McPoyle. I will say, I was watching an Always Sunny compilation, and he came <laughs> up, and I was like, this is very, dis- this is, like, very distressing. So I'm like, I remember when you were like, oh, Dolores, I love you. But now he's just like, milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's making out with his brother and yeah. all that. Getting Good married stuff, to Marie whatever. Ponderosa. Not him. That was his brother. Oh, I'm thinking that. Oh, I th- Wait, he's not Liam? This young mm-hmm. Liam doesn't get married to. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's Liam. I'm pretty sure Jimmy Simpson is Liam, but he's not the one who gets married to Maureen Ponderosa. Oh, I thought he did. Well, I misremember. Is it Ryan? Is it Liam and Ryan? I thought Ryan was the one with black hair and he doesn't get married, and Liam has blonde hair and he does get married, and then he gets hit in the eye and he loses his eye when they put bath salts in the punch. <laughs> he does lose his eye from the bird, but I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. You watch a show like 15 times. What am I to do? I'm pretty sure I'm right, but you just keep, I mean, we're at an impasse, I suppose. I suppose. Until I open, until I friggin' Google. Use your magic phone box. Now I know that's not the thing you want to search for. You're on Wikipedia. That's not the... the... Yeah, no. Um, So, The Time Traveler's Wife was an HBO actual series that they did cancel. Perfect. In case you're wondering. Mick Poyle. So, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I was right. It was Liam who got married. I don't think he did get married. It's He's in a suit and it's his wedding. Because his brother Ryan isn't there. Oh? Well, that, when you're right, you're right. I've never wrong. I'm, I've never been wrong. This show is proof of that, I think. Excellent. Okay. There it is. Good. Good. Hope that was interesting for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think you could bring him back and just have... So that way Ed Harris can rest. <laughs> can finally rest. Or Ed Harris comes back, kills his past self. Echoing he too, loves doing that. Uh, but I love... I hope Jeffrey Wright. I mean, I love Jeffrey Wright. He's going to... Like you said, he's, he might be in a cowboy. He gets to play in Westworld now. Yeah. I just wish I'm black and just the all back. I think it'd be great. I think I think it could work. I think it's good potential. And that could like I I kinda works as a as like a full wrap up as like and then we all got to live in robot heaven together. We went out through all these trials and tribulations and everything and we when we, you know, proved our metal as he, not people, I guess, but conscious beings and 
Now we get to live in robot heaven together. Oh yeah, I think it could work. I think it'd work too. And I hope they, I hope they renew it. I think it'd be good. I would just like, I mean, if only just because it'd be fun to just see a whole other season that's just pretty much Westworld again, right? Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's that's the best part. If we're being honest, right? These last two seasons are a little been, yeah, iffy been... at parts and kind of weird. But like, hey, back to the Westworld. I mean, I did like Westworld the most, but that's not saying much for me, as I know that I've been documented. But you know. I remain mm-hmm. optimistic. I remain optimistic for season five. Incredible. And that's all I can ask of you, Jack. Indeed. Yeah, bring everyone. I mean, for that matter, you may as well bring Charlotte Hill back and have her yeah, try Bring to Anthony Hopkins back? Try to prove. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Put him in a cowboy hat riding a horse. She burner. would totally remember him. Yeah. Oh. And he could bring back um that guy who Bernard's having sex the lady Bernard's having sex with. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Teresa? They could bring back the stories guy, too. <gasps> yes. And, um, what's it? Snake Lady and Hector. Hector, oh Hector and Snake Lady, Armistice, oh my gosh! And the I was ga- saying the the mechanic guys. What is it called? Oh, uh, oh, no. Sylvester and no. Lutz. Lutz. Lutz goes to robot hell. Sylvester and Lutz. Straight to no, hell. No, he gets to he gets to Mm-mm. test. Yeah. No, no, no. Sylvester. I'm and Lutz going gets to, to email test. Mr. Westworld. I go, dear Mr. and Mrs. Westworld. Let's please put Lutz in robot hell. We're looking up now. We just on Reddit. I'm just on Reddit reading about Good God, man. Westworld thing. What are we? What are we? Reading? It's just fun, man. Everyone's dead. No one's dead. Maybe they can all come back. How much stakes is there, huh? If you can't tell the difference, does it even matter? You got me there. As someone aptly points out here, though, that that kind of only applies to the observer, not the observed. That's true. Like, to me, it's it, like if, if you were replaced by a robot tomorrow and I couldn't tell, you'd be like, whoa. If you can't tell the difference, does it even matter? And I'd be like, I guess. But does it matter to I you? I guess if I can't tell. Yeah. I guess if my co-host continues to... to be indistinguishable to me. That's 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 well and good. But you'd still be like, "Oh no, I was murdered and replaced by a robot." Oh, I, I would be dead. So I'd be like, "But then I guess the thing about Westworld, at least, then the robot that, would be like, I got." And then you'd be like, "Wait a minute, Jack's watching all these movies. He must be a robot. He's been replaced. <laughs> Kill him." The thing about Westworld is that the robots know they're robots. Yeah, and they or know, no, well, no, they don't until they do. Yeah, and then but they like know. they they do think that they're them. So they think of themselves as them. So I don't know. It seems like in a lot of ways they live on. I mean, William certainly seemed to think so because he was like, "I may have killed him, but I'm I'm him." I got a piece of you inside of me. I'm, I am him now. It's that oh. darkness within you. You're a psycho, William. It's me, Ed Harris. But I mean, yeah, it's pretty great. I did not expect. I I said it to you while uh for the show there, but it's like when Bernard has been talking about like the end of humanity for like the past couple seasons and all. Um, I just I guess I just didn't expect it to happen. So soon. So so quickly. Especially because, like, Bernard, we didn't even get Bernard until, what, episode two or something of this season? So yeah. it's, like, it felt relatively, but it was, like, we see that moment of Sublime where Catch is, like, you know what's going to happen? And he's, like, I guess the end of the world. And then it just was, like, this season. I didn't expect it to be this season, I guess. Yeah, because I really thought the whole point was that he was supposed to, st- that him dying would stop it. Well, yeah, but at some point you started changes, too, and it was, like, actually, turns out I was kind of lying. You can't stop it. We can only save some of it. I guess that's true. I but guess then I thought that was some of the... Re- it turns out none of the real world. Every, yeah, again, all life pe- intelligent life perishes off of the planet Earth. And probably most other life, because it seemed like everything was kind of just a wasteland besides it's the true cities. true, Yeah. Or would nature would heal. Whatever. Nature always heals or whatever. That's right. Right, right. So the whales are probably fine. Exactly. But yeah. I say, Make Westworld season five, I say. I say, yeah. Do what you want. I'd, I'll make you watch it, so. I mean, yeah. You may watch everything else. It's not going to cost well, fails. Let HBO that. knew that. No, I'm just saying, though. Like, if they make it, you are watching it, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching it. Well, as long as we have the show. If HBO Max takes takes five years to make it and, the, and our show is falling to ruin, <laughs> I'll never watch it. Fair enough. No, that's fair. Because I think at that point, one of us will be dead because we'll have killed each other in single combat. That's right. 
That's right. To claim the the title of, of uh, the the, lull, the lone act, but then we realize it's empty without the other, isn't it? Right. Yeah. It's a bit of a two sided of the same. It's coin. a hollow victory. So and we weep, is. and we would weep for, and when we would remember Zion as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we wept. Yeah, All right. Nonsense. Now we're getting to Bible, so we probably should <laughs> change course into the next thing. I can tell. You, real very very quick will be I am Groot. We watched the, the I am Groot five three minute shorts, so just fifteen minutes of kind of. Uh, not strangely animated, but differently animated stuff. Kind of. I mean, they go for a mostly, I would say, kind of realistic. Ver- like he doesn't look that much different than Baby Groot looks in the Guardians Two, wouldn't you say? No, no, I wouldn't say. I'd say like the other environments look more. Yeah, there's definitely some that lean more onto that. Um, but yeah, I mean, these are pretty. I think they turned out to be even a little more simple and stuff than I expected, maybe. I feel like they made a big deal about this. They kind of hyping this. They've been hyping this up for a long while, no? Yeah, definitely. as if it's gonna be another show, uh, and not not quite right. Not it's, really. It's, it was very much a Star Wars Visions thing. I was like, oh, we're gonna have nine weeks of this show. It's gonna be great. And then it was other oh, five minutes long. It's oh. just yeah, they just did them all at once. Um, yeah. first thing I gotta say, it annoyed me that they weren't together under like a show. Yeah, that was I had a, to find them all yeah, separately. Goofy. And then when you go, and then when you go back, I'm always going the suggested, so I have to yeah, go yeah, back yeah. through all five of them. Exactly. So that's one. That's one strike for I'm Groot. Uh, but overall, I think these were fun. Obviously, these are fine. I mean, it w- it's, it's one of those things that we talk about sometimes. It's just like it. It is what it is. Yeah. Like it's not. You get what you pay for. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I like. I think my favorite one was the last one because Rocket talks. And was there an order? I guess the last it be in order. I, uh, kinda, it seems to be in a, in order because they're arranged like. Well, I watched that one first. Oh, I watched that one last. Well, fuck you. Uh, that's the duality of man. That's the first one I say. Well, you're wrong. Well, from my perspective, the Jedi are evil. I agree, though. That that's my favorite one too. It's the one with Groot in it or Rocket in it, pretty much because of that. Yeah, that's it. I do. It's very funny. I think it's very funny when he takes his glasses. This better be a written apology. It's like <laughs> Rocket. You don't know what words are, you moron. <laughs> oh, you're quite big I in totally this. Agree. I thought it was hilarious. I thought that was a very good line. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, you're so big. Oh, you know this is so nice. This is oh, actually, this is great. It's like why are the walls wet and on fire? He just, I mean, it's you know, it's him, right? Does a good yeah, job. It's probably yeah, it's good old Bradley Cooper. They got. I assume, right? I mean, sounded like him. Yeah. What is he doing after Nightmare Alley? <laughs> Fuck all I say. They probably just went. These are lines for Guardians Three. Just, just say them. They probably went. These are lines for the Guardians Holiday Special you're in. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> that's coming out. That's that'll be the. Ep- apparently, I've seen things that that's the epilogue of the Phase Four that James Gunn oh, said. Sure. Why not? Sure, why not, James Gunn? They they let that guy see whatever he wants. Yeah, he is Rocket actually in this, so just making sure. But yes, although he's very funny. He turned out the best performance of this. No offense to Vin Diesel, I guess, if he actually really did it. But uh, I like how this Bradley Cooper got to talk. So yeah. Oh, it's good. I like how this show had like seven executive producers and it's three minutes long. Yeah, right. Um, I guess we got our favorite. Let's move on. I have nothing to say about this. I can oh, take out of that. No, hold on. I did want to talk about. Okay. I liked the little, um, it's called the little guy one. Oh, I think that, that one's fun. That's funny. I like when they just have a bunch of laser weapons. I know. Right? They just <laughs> turn out to be a, a strangely advanced society. society of microscopic little guys. It's crazy to think because they're so, t- like Groot is super tiny right then. And they're super tiny compared to Groot. He's like a giant to them. So it's like, those are, those are minuscule little creatures. Yeah. And then he, then he accidentally smushes them all. Kills them he all. Just kind of guiltily shuffles away. <laughs> um, I I mean, I liked the first step one as well. Um, when he's still, he starts in the pot still. That's kind of oh, fun. Yeah. 
like because we see him how we how he gets from the pot that he is at the end of Guardians One to Baby Groot in Guardians Two because we know it's not that long of a time jump actually. So yeah, he just gets that much bigger to be able to break out and everything, which is fun. And then he's him and the bonsai tree are friends. That's cute, no? Yeah, that's fun. He kills it though. He destroys him. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, the weird parasite thing he just kills in space because he's a weird psycho. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I'm Groot. I'm he didn't want to share with yeah. the weird talking blob. It started talking and then he's just like, no, nah, I can't have this. I can't have that. I'm, you got to say three words, fellas. There's three words you get to say and I'm that's Groot. it. <laughs> I, just, I did think it was cute that they were like about to, it looked like they were to fight and they just danced, like a <laughs> dance fight and then they were just dancing together. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I could have. Sometimes you got to dance out your feelings uh-huh. like a footloose. And then in the, the last one. Takes a bath. He takes a bath and he grows some big, big foliage. foliage and he gets to shape it into cute designs. And he like skins, and, and then he, he like, skins. Yeah, that annoying bird at the end, and wears its feather furs as a, as a cloak. boa, which pretty good. Good on you, Groot. Yeah, fuck that bird. That bird was weird. Very he was like, laughing. Very realistic. He was like looking. laughing. That bird was laughing. Yeah, the bird knew. And I attacked him. What the heck? That's rude. Very rude bird. That... The bird seemed to know when things were funny as well. <laughs> what a... an asshole! <laughs> what an asshole! I can't believe he laughed at funny things. The judgment of others. Like, he wasn't just doing a noise like a hyena does, where like you're like, that sounds vaguely like a, a laugh. The bird was laughing at him, I'm pretty sure. I think so. I was personifying it, at least. Screw space birds. Screw that rainbow space bird. Worst kind of birds, I say. Good riddance. The only good bird is a dead bird. You're really, you're really struggling over there with a blanket. Yeah. It, it was caught under the wheel. What are you going to do? Not have a blanket. I just wanted to say, that's not the official stance of of the show. You can stand on that ledge alone. Awesome. I think there are good live, living birds. Name them. A bald eagle. You know what? When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Name two others. <laughs> two other good birds. Yeah, owls are right. Two broad. Name a specific owl. Like a like a barn owl. All right. Well, you need an owl. I asked. <laughs> well, asked and answered. Third uh, bird. I like blue jays. I see blue jays lots in my yard. Blue jays are dumb. Why? Because they get cut nuts for easily. Oh, they're like literally stupid. Like literally oh. stupid. How are robins? I see robins sometimes too. I think they're all right. I see cardinals as well on occasion. What bird, uh, you know what? I like a good. I like a good falcon. Yeah, falcons. Are I like right. a big golden eagle that Mongolians use. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of condors. I mean, I got a con- Johnny Cash almost killed those condors, as you know. Johnny Cash did? I must have told you this. Personally? Yeah, so, okay. How, it, happen- several condors? how it happened was, was um, back like in the 70s, 60s, and 70s, when the uh, California condor was in very dire straits. Yeah, yeah. Like we're talking like 10. Mm-hmm. Johnny Cash had like a house near the forest where they all fucking live. Oh, and then he had notice. like a birthday party and like set off fire or something and like set that forest on fire and threatened. And luckily they put it out and none of them died, but in a ve- in a like very nearly killed all of the California condors in one swoop. That would have been wild. So he would have been country music fame, also condor massacre. <laughs> condor. He's ex- condor Hitler. Extinctor. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Well, I'm glad they made it out of that tight yeah. spot. All right, attack into the last thing. Yeah, I'd say so. So, Tales of the Walking Dead, episode one, Joe and Enva, Eva, Evie, Evie. Yeah. So I got you to watch uh, Walking the Walking Dead thing. So this is a new show on AMC, of course. It's an anthology series, obviously based in the Walking Dead universe, which you've not watched any of, right? Not. Nor neither have you read the comic, have you? Not even touched it. I've read a fair bit of the comic. I've not finished it, although I have all of them. I forgot them all over there. I just never got around to it. But I will someday probably finish them up. And then I watched the show all the way through season like nine, and then I gave up after they 
they get rid of all the good people, frankly, if I'm being I honest. saw, right at the beginning, I was watching this on demand. They had, like, an ad for the final episode of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, like, stormtroopers. Yeah, they're, yeah. There's, like, a super advanced um, civilization that's, like, doing real well. I've got those guys. Huh. I don't know why they're. Why, I mean, it's a bit. It's a bit on the nose to be all white armored guys. I don't even know where they get it. Like, oh, well, here's the thing. It's like I think it's Cleveland that they just have a section of. They just have like forty thousand people living there, and they have like a pretty a semi-functional society. Hmm. I've to, I, I'm certain I've told you about this, haven't I? They have like a rigid caste system there, based on the job you had. Oh, okay, whatever. It's not important to this. Um, but so we just watched this because I was like, well, do you want to, it's just, inter- I was interested in it. The reviews were good. And I was like, well, as much as I don't really have a ton of interest in the actual show anymore, The Walking Dead, I was like, this seemed kind of fun and it sounded good and it was something to do. So we watched the first one and I think it was, it was pretty fun. Yeah. I like. I didn't like it. So the premise of this one is that there is a doomsday prepper named Joe, played by comedian Terry Crews. Can't go wrong with Great guy. The terrorster. Uh, he's got a dog, Doberman. Yes, I think. And he's hanging out in his bunker, watching old football clips. And then the dog is killed. He's by- living it up. He's, he's having a good time because yes. he's, he's like, I got my dog. He oh. prepped it. He's got everything he wants. He's got all the amenities. He's got his Sudoku. He's got electricity still. Like he said, he can watch his football games. I don't know. It wouldn't be my go-to root football. The same taped football games like switch it up a little my guy yeah have a couple movies get some blu-rays down there come on jeez. Yeah. play some Whatever. old video games or something yeah right right video games would be good because you video games you can it could be argued have like infinite to it but whatever yeah <laughs> but yeah and then yeah his, his dog gets of course murdered by zombies because what i mean it was so he had dead. a dog he had a dog in a, th- in a zombie thing what he had, was a, happen he had a black guy in the apocalypse surrounded by zombies what was gonna happen to his dog is the, is the apocalypse? Was the dog ever going to make it? Did it have even the the, the barest hint of a chance? It no. was in grave danger for the moment. The, the fucking... He was old. It was an old dog. It was starting to pee the bed and stuff. He, I mean, he was on his way out. Yeah. He hadn't a chance. So then he's like, actually, uh, I don't want to be in this bunker all alone f- until I die or whatever. So he decides to strike out and meet with a prepper that he... Another prepper that he knew from like a forum or whatever. Um, and we along the way, a thing for. Yes. And along the way, um, he gets trapped by uh, another survivor named Evie, who was played by Olivia Wilde, and she's got him, and she's like, she's like this hippie kind of... New age kind of thing. Kind of character, and uh, she's like, actually, you're going to take me with your motorcycle to, to the place I want to go, and then hijinks ensue, and a... And a, and a okay, bond, a bond is formed. Unlikely friendship is begun, and then he gets there, and it turns out that the other prepper lady is crazy. She let people die. Yeah, and then they escape. They kill her and escape. And then mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? We'll find some other people. Life can get started, which is nice because the whole thing was that like he realized, he comes to realize that like he didn't hardly live his life because he was so excited about the apocalypse, <laughs> the potential of the apocalypse and prepping for it that he didn't hardly do anything else. And then the apocalypse came and it's like, oh, great. And I got to survive to be alone, alone in the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, I think about the apocalypse, I'd probably just see my way out the door. I've... Yes, we've had this conversation before, and I I can't really disagree. If she if she really it's a fan like Walking Dead levels, and like ninety percent of all humans are in some weird zombie state or dead, I mean, there's no coming back from that. I don't know. It's like it's one of those things where they always say, right, that like there's just there's something in us. There's like a need a, to survive. A need to survive. Like an yeah, just an instinctual will to to want to keep going that maybe you would find. But barring that, I mean, yeah, I kind of agree. It's like I I enjoy the circumstances currently that I exist in. Um, 
I, I've said this exactly when watching The Walking Dead before. I like the show and all. I think it's real good, but it's like, yeah, I cannot imagine caring to go on. Yeah. Like, well, like Hawkeye in the What If thing, he was like, yeah, everything's just dead, man. I really just would rather die. Maybe maybe this is going to make me sound like a, you know. Black-pilled. Just a black, no, I was going to say like a consumer. We've, we've, we've leaned into that before, though. It That's shouldn't true. be the first time, but it's like, I don't know. A lot of the things I enjoy are pretty hinged on society. Like, like, like I like it. I enjoy electricity for watching movies and TV shows and playing video playing games. Playing video games. I like books. I mean, books would still be there, but it's like I want. I'm not getting any new ones, am I? Unless the monks are writing out manuscripts. Exactly. Only the ones that have already been written. That's what happens in Book of Eli. That's their whole thing. Yeah, they sell books. I, I, yeah, I totally agree. I like Doritos. I like Mountain Dew. No new Mountain Dew. We flavor. like Doritos and Mountain Dew, and that would the entire gaming, the entire gamer way of life would die out instantly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've said this. It's like it's it's almost not worth it. Again, there's probably something in you that would just be like, you gotta keep trying though. But ooh. I'd certainly miss it. Yeah. I tell stories about the before four times. I don't have any family to like. Well, I mean, I have family, but like no one. I don't have anyone who is dependent upon me, do I? So no. I'm sure that would change things. If you have kids, you do it for them, right? But I, I haven't yet. So I feel like, I mean, if it was a non-zombie apocalypse, I'd probably just like kick it. Be like, let's just see where I can go. It's almost worse. I guess that's true. You read the? If you read the road, no, it's horrible. It's just the most blue. Oh, is thing that you've is ever. that the one with Viggo Mortensen? got a bullet for him and he's got two bullets left in the gun and it's one for him and one for the boy and you're just like oh my god it's true i guess i guess i don't want to waste land i guess that but yeah. there's no other way for it to go that's a, well that's the it's either what like apocalypse suggests i've even said like even even slightly above that right like I, even the stand is pretty awful that's what i'm saying even if it, we're not talking mass extinction or anything again if we if we had to go to like pre-industrial way of life if all of a sudden it was like Hooping yeah we're gonna have to thing? be back to we're gonna have to be back to Steam engines. <laughs> yeah, like no electricity for a while. It's going to take a while to rebuild. I'd be like, oh, gosh, is this, oh, look at the time. <laughs> look at the time. It's time to, and then you will yell at yourself. Like, that's the thing about The Walking Dead is even at their best. Well, I mean, it's kind of different, but it, I don't know. Even that society like that, like the 40,000 people, right? Mm. What are they going to do? Like how how much can they possibly actually rebuild? How, how sustainable that is before things start breaking and you don't have people who remember how to fix them. Yeah, or you can't expand. Like, at some point, are you just kind of, would it, despite your best efforts, regress all the way back to, like, basically Stone Age? Technology. Uh, maybe Stone Age is, is dramatic, but pre-industrial, and then you have to kind of, like, claw your way all the way back, like, relearn everything? Like, I don't know. Relearn everything within the ruins? Really kind of pull a wheel of time? We just yeah. like we have this shit that used to work, and we don't know how it works anymore. Exactly. And this stuff still works, but if it breaks, it'll never work again. Like that's kind of how I feel like it would all be. But again, I, I, like in The Walking Dead, it's like, well, I've got this boy, I've got my son, and it's for I gotta try to make the world better for him to keep. Going. Like that's fine, but I don't, like, I don't have any, I don't have any progeny. We'll get on that. Maybe, maybe that's when the, the apocalypse most. comes. So then I can care in the apocalypse. Yeah, but then what? But then if the apocalypse comes, I'd be glad I didn't have any kids to put through it, wouldn't I? So. That's the bear, yeah. But what's worse, putting your kids through late stage capitalism or zombie apocalypse? Which one? Which one's which? Am I right? Oh, classic is that classic attack commentary. <laughs> and by that I mean useless rambling. But the actual show for a second, <laughs> this actual episode. Um, I think it's interesting that what this kind of suggests about this series is that it's being an anthology. Right. Um, they can kind of play a little more fast and loose with the rules of the universe. So, like, you don't, again, you've not seen it, but I think you probably get the idea. The actual The Walking Dead show is, it's pretty, it's a bit grim. And like I said, it's, it, and it takes itself pretty seriously for the most yeah. part. 
This uh, does not as much, which is cool. That's the fun side effect of that, right? Even if you're just talking about something like, what are the anthologies we watched? Like Star Wars Visions, right? Yeah. Even like um, What If to an extent, right? They get to kind of, yeah, mess around with it and be lighter at times. Like Star Wars Vision has a, like the musical, like we're a band, we're, we're yes, a fun I'm band. Dorsing, I'm Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, exactly. You do stuff like that, right? Where it's like, you'd never get a real full Star Wars production behind something like that but for this you can it's the same thing kind of for here is like it's a lighter tone i would say generally than the walking dead usually um goes yeah. for but it's like well this is just a one-off episode we can kind of be kind of fun and yeah again the cast is in just cool yeah it's just like the t- really it's just like three people total that's true it's a real kind of bottle thing that that, that crazy lady's bunker was nice though like, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of like, you guys should, you you guys could stay together in the bunker. I don't know why they out. didn't just chill in the bunker. Just get rid of her and chill. It's got a lot of food, presumably. It's got a lot of. And it's very nice. I guess they got to get out living though, not just surviving. You know, got to make something. Maybe for the maybe world. they just can go back. Maybe it's just like a they spot. should go back and grab it. That yeah. actually does happen in the road. Is they they come upon some some preppers bunker and they just get to hang out there for like a while and they head back out. Yeah, well, because they were not. There's only so much food in there. I think and they just gotta leave again. That's the big thing in the road. They're always just looking for food. There's like no food left. Oof, grim. It's like a. It's like a. Yeah, just all the crops dying. She has like a blight, basically. Ugh. I think it's. I think the the apocalypse event in the road is a volcano thing. Uh, like super volcano. And it like chokes out the sun and everything. So That'll get shit you. dies. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's no good. Yeah. But there's still sometimes men who still have trucks, and they those men are scary. You don't want. Well, I mean, it's a post-apocalypse. The bigger your car is, the scarier you are. That's right. It's that's the right. story. That's that's like the Mad Max way, isn't it? It is. Good old. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just kind of fun. Yeah, I think I, I enjoyed it. Got Terry Crews, Olivia Wilde, kind of surprising. I've, I was kind of surprised to see Olivia Wilde. I saw Terry Crews because he was in a lot of the promotional stuff, but I don't. I didn't notice that Olivia Wilde was in it. I was just like, oh my oh, gosh. I'm not very familiar with Olivia Wilde. I'll be honest. At least from. Just her name alone. Uh, what is she? What is she mean? Um, I do know that some of the other episodes are definitely going to take more of the um, actual. I'm sorry. I've been calling her Olivia Wilde this whole time. It's Olivia Munn. I apologize. Oh. I knew I was making a mistake because I was like, wait a minute. Olivia Wilde is the one from Tron Legacy. Yes. Gosh, I've been a fool. All right, Jack. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna need you to do is take out me saying Olivia Munn and then just like copy that, right? And then like paste it over every time I said wild before. Can you do that for me real quick? Um, she's Psylocke in X Men Apocalypse. Huh. Yeah. You did so. Good for her. She's she must have she's in the Predator, that horrible one. Right. She's in a Lego Ninjago movie. Oh. Was she she played the sister of Cole in that movie? She doesn't actually. She's not Nia. Oh. Also, that's the sister of Kai. Ah shit, you're right. You're thinking of. Um, I don't know. I don't know what her. This has her, she's known for The Newsroom, X-Men Apocalypse, and The Daily Show. No, The Daily Show. So oh, I, I, I've, I have heard of Olivia Munn. I, so it's, it's weird. I don't know. Because like, I've definitely heard, I mean, I, I know of her, but I guess I couldn't point to how. I don't, I don't know. Good on her, though. But, like, yeah, they're both kind of big gets, I feel like, for just it's a quick one hour. Which is fun. Um, but like I said, I know some of the episodes are going to have actual characters from The Walking Dead, like origin stuff and, and things to that nature. So those ones will presumably carry the, yeah, the exact the more, same kind of tone. Yeah, more grimness. But again, that's the fun of a of an anthology. You get to mess around with it. So. I know next episode seems to be more like a com- even more comedic. Yeah. A little promo at the end. It's, that one, from what I can tell, it's like an office building. 
uh, it's like a small, I think it's like in a small town. They're like, I don't know what kind of office they work in, but it's like a mm-hmm. small one story office. And it's like right when the plague, once we're, right when the, like the zombie virus begins, cause they're like, people are acting weird and biting people. What's going on? And they're all freaking out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that would be jovial, but I don't like watching an apocalypse start. Cause it's like, I don't want to watch the collapse of society. <laughs> I'm already watching it in real time, my man. <laughs> hey, hey, escape is media. Am I right guys? Um, yeah, the, the first Walking Dead spinoff show, Tale, nope, Fear, Fear of the Walking Dead, um, dealt with dealt with that because The Walking Dead does not at all because the main character is in a coma when the apocalypse starts and then he just wakes up three months. Don't in. dead open inside. Don't dead open inside. So he does not see any of it. He just wakes up after it's all already done, done and dusted. Really, Fear the Walking Dead gets into it where yeah, there's there's that kind of moments of like, why why is that guy doing that? Does that guy bite? The guy just bite somebody, was he? Yeah, what's he going on? There's like riots in LA and it, it's just chaos until everyone, the army shows up and tries to pacify its craziness. So, yeah, sounds interesting though. Yeah, I'm interested. This, I think there's like eight of these. Yes, I do believe. We're plum, I mean, like I always, we're plum full of content for the next yeah, we'll keep going. couple of bit. Probably keep this. around unless, unless we really lose us, but this was good enough for me. Yeah, I'd say so. Let's keep going and for now. Now we don't have Westworld, so. No Westworld, but we'll have She-Hulk, we'll have this, we'll have House of the Dragon, we would have had That's Andor. That's right, we're going to have a million things anyway. We'll have so. Lord of the Rings. Wouldn't surprise me if this falls by the wayside if we don't have anything Incredible passionate to say. to say about it, but yeah. otherwise, it's fun. Westworld, or Westworld. AMC does all right. Yeah, they do all right for themselves. Um, I, wasn't, I will say I wasn't super Im- massively impressed by the uh, like production value of this one. There's hardly any zombies, to be honest. It seems it like it seems if, like they repeat the same zombie makeup. Maybe they they might do that too. I didn't notice that particularly, but um, it's, it's, it seemed like it to me. But I wasn't sure. It seems like they could have done this one certainly on the cheap. And maybe that's a sign that like some of the later ones will pick up the slack. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're like, well, this one is just a two-person kind of scenario. We don't really need to, to have much going for it. But maybe it wouldn't surprise me if, in general, this was this is just a much cheaper show than the main Walking Dead show, which is. Also fine, but mm. it does feel like the zombies were almost incidental to this one in a lot of ways. So maybe change that a little. I don't know. I say give it a little tweak a Rooney. I did appreciate one aspect of it is that everyone, um, it's it's a constant fixture of the Walking Dead universe that everyone has their own name for the zombies, Walkers except for zo- uh, the zombies, except, except for, for zombies. You don't actually say zombies for for whatever reason. Their world has never heard of or. Conceive no, zombies. That's the big. That's like the one big conceit. Otherwise, it's supposed to be a normal world, but it's a world where they didn't. No one ever heard of zombies before. Yeah, the zombies. So yeah, the most of the main characters in The Walking Dead, I've always called them walkers. Uh, but yeah, in this one they call Evie calls them toe tags. What is it? Someone else calls them some different. Oh, uh, I think uh, Sid or Rachel, whatever the hell her name is, she calls them. Some, I don't remember what she called yeah, them. I don't remember but she did as well. But, but it's always a fun little detail. Yeah. Just to add into that whole list of them mm. a lot of people call them biters she's good I do love toe tags is a bit of a it's a bit wordy i mean it's clever i guess but come on yeah just short and simple man walkers is pretty good i mean it's that's why it's the main one mm-hmm. they are the walking deads uh they do the classic third act misunderstanding or bad yeah. flight yeah get apart and then they get saved yeah good stuff it's a pretty it's a pretty by the numbers kind of episode but again i did it, it was some interesting like character stuff to the whole like Hey man, we gotta live now because her, we didn't really talk about it as much. But Evie's whole thing, as well, is that she's like, "Oh, I had a my husband, and we were kind of estranged, and I don't know if he actually loved me or not." I gotta go see if he's still alive, or if he painted me. 
And he did, but he painted her nice. So he li- he turns out he still liked her, which is good for her. Yeah. Uh, but then they're both like, well, we should get out and live now because we're here and you may as well. Still magic left. So they, I don't know, we can pretend they made it somewhere nice and lived out their days. They probably did. Or just as likely, they probably got eaten because everyone gets eaten on The Walking Dead. But. Society falls eventually. Or maybe they got somewhere nice and then some some bad men came and took it from them. Negan got him. Negan got him, exactly. He's, he's known to do that. Are so. those weird cannibals? Did Negan run the cannibals? No, Negan's not a cannibal. Negan's not one of the cannibals. I know there's that one scene I've seen where they like line all those people up and they just bash yeah, them over the heads and they slit their throats like yep. pigs. Horrific. It's really bad. Upsetting to watch. Yeah, it's really upsetting. Those guys suck. I call them, they're from Terminus. Some people call them termites. That's fun. Part of it. Yeah. And that's like an interesting thing that the kind of the show does a fair bit, which is like it's again, it's like what the world makes of you, like the things that the depths that people stoop to to survive in this. Yeah. Because that just, I mean, this this is just for you mostly. <laughs> Terminus is the whole thing is that they're like, oh, it's it's a safe place, everyone can come. They like put up signs and everything, getting people to come, and then eventually some bad people come and take over, take over, right? And but then the original people get out. And they they're able to take it back, but now they're now they've been hardened and like now it's not really a safe place of sanctuary. Now they use it to trap people because they're like, well, fuck it, everyone sucks, I guess. So I guess we have to suck now too, right? Yeah, we gotta. So now everyone who shows up, they cannibalize so that they don't have to go hungry again or whatever. So because they showed up and yeah, took it from them and like put them in these train cars because it's a it's the terminus of a railway station yeah so it's, so it's like there's all these railroad cars out there and the bad guys came up and locked them in the railroad cars and they're like you know what we're gonna just do this to everyone else from now on and so that's what they do they go to eat you i don't know cannibals is pretty abhorrent it also doesn't even seem efficient frankly no there's not much meat on a human body it's really about it. and humans are they take long to grow and everything <laughs> like in an apocalypse situation you'd be much better served aligned again the whole thing is that they can't trust them or whatever but in a in a very real sense, you'd be much better served allying yourself with them and then working together to get food. Yeah. Just, you know, start a society. Get society going. Teach a man to fish. Make a man a cannibal. He eats all your friends. You eat a man, you... You get prions in your brain. Feed him what? <laughs> and then you hunt a deer, you're probably better off. That is not as not as clean as the other saying, but I think it gets the point across. You, you eat the man and you eat for one day, but you work with the man to grow crops you get the man a wife he eat his kids <laughs> oh now that's that is kind of sustainable actually now that you mentioned it all right you got anything else to say about him no not really. we'll probably we'll, we might tune back in we'll see we'll, we'll see, see. We'll maybe see how the wind w- takes us but so far i'm fun. enjoying it yeah, someone hasn't really seen the walking dead i enjoyed it usually yeah, i don't glad. like anything that's right so the rule of thumb what a nice change of pace for i us. know don't get used to it listeners the next, the next drama that with any amount of psychological or philosophical rambling that Zach <laughs> recommends me to watch, tear it apart <laughs> limb from limb. This is just pulpy enough to just pulpy enough to get me on board. That uh, Terry Crews, he's sweet. It's sweet me with Terry Crews. They descend just a little bit into it when they're talking about living and stuff, living and life and surviving and. They, right. But that's there's going to be a lot of that in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Tell you what, nah, well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'll, I'll save my neuroticness for later. But I think that should just about do it this week. That's right. Another nice short one, really. I don't mind these, Fred. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up right about here. As always, thanks so much for listening. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter and Gmail at Akatech Jazz. Uh, you can always find us on Instagram at The Akatech Podcast. You can listen to us anywhere you find your podcasts. Our logo was to my friend on the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can always find him at inkocean.jpg on Instagram or on Redbubble. Our intro was done by the show, of our show, was done by Artist Salt. Uh, he's on Spotify right now. 
like we said, and more will come uh, later on, and we'll let you know. And as always, we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say goodnight to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night. Godspeed.